0: Who there? Who there? Let's go then. We on a road. road The next stop and welcome back to Canal Chronicles podcast I'm Russ as always Brendan Earl alongside my co- co-host Nate for today we're going to be previewing uh, the Philadelphia Eagles game coming up this Sunday uh, just looking at the past games between the Saints and the Eagles there's been some some classic games uh, more so on the Saints side I mean we look I think it was three years ago today when the Saints beat the Eagles up pretty pretty good when Malcolm Jenkins was was an Eagle and then they had the playoff game later that year and uh, you look back even the Shane Graham kicking the field goal to send the Saints to Seattle like years ago when Lance Moore was still here. And obviously last year uh, we had that great run of not having a hundred yard rusher. And then all of a sudden we give up two in the same game. And now we have this game, which is looking like it's not going to be like all that we imagined at one point. So uh, would you say this is a must win game?
1: Oh yeah, there, there's nothing more deflating. Maybe other than a couple things like the Saints have already experienced in the last couple of years, like no calls, etc. That's more deflating from than going from five and two to five and five. Like literally, I don't think if you want to be a playoff team, you can afford to lose this game unless you somehow are going to get really healthy, uh, which we know is not usually the Saints' mo. Uh, mm. Looking at you, two firsts, and all those <laughs> other guys, but. Uh, Fingers crossed, man. I I think this is a must win. I think it is doable. We're going to talk about how banged up the Saints are. But this is not a good Philly team. Mm -hmm. This is not a good Philly team. And their strength is honestly in some of the talented offensive players they have. And you know who's a little bit more healthier than the Saints offense is the Saints defense. So Mm
0: -hmm.
1: maybe, maybe. We'll see. Definitely a must win, though.
0: In terms of QBR, in the past three weeks, there's been no quarterback better then Jalen Hurts, which makes you a little nervous because uh, the, the Saints really haven't played that dual threat kind of quarterback this year. I mean, they have, like, played quarterbacks who can move if they if they wanted to, but Jalen's just a different breed in terms of getting out of the pocket. Mm-hmm. But this game scares me a little bit. And if you have a kicker, you're 7-2, uh, first in the NFC South, and this might be a game where you can be like, okay, we can have an off week because we're so banged up. But let's talk about this this injury list right now. Uh this is as of Thursday afternoon. Uh things could change on Friday, but not looking great for the Saints. Avam Kamara returned to practice on Tuesday. We thought he might be returning for this game. He did not practice today. What that means, uh, I don't know, but it's definitely not good. He tried to test out that uh I want to say it was a knee sprain and it's just not good. Uh I, I think it's a grade one and M- knee sprain. I don't know, I'm not a doctor, but Definitely not something you want to be seeing lingering on for Kamara. The other did not practice today. Taysom Hill, don't know what's going on with him, not good. Uh, These next two make me really, really nervous about this game. Ryan Ramchek, Tron Armstead, both did not practice. This is something you can start to panic about because Philadelphia is known for two things. Crazy effing fans and a really, really deep D-line. And that's something they've always had and they always will have. Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, uh, Brennan Graham. They have that other kid who was a four, former first-round pick. I mean, they just it, they got a really deep D-line. And if you don't have both of those tackles to go into this game, um, I'm not even sure who's going to start at right tackle. I mean, I couldn't tell you right now. They would have to call someone up off the practice squad maybe. Uh, you're playing sh- uh, shuffle with the offensive line. I assume James Hurst will start at left tackle, right tackle. I have no idea. And maybe a Jordan Mills, he's been called up a few times. Maybe you, I I don't even know if Will Clapp can come in that equation too. Not good though. Uh, Others, Ty Montgomery, I I assumed he wouldn't practice. If you saw the game against the Titans, you really could see his bone coming out of his thumb or out of his pinky. So I don't know if he'll be back anytime soon. Uh, Tanya Passanio did not practice, which also sucks because you don't have Peyton Turner for the next two to three weeks. Uh, you want to have depth at D-line and he's been honestly one of their best D-linemen all, all year long. Tanya has been, uh, he did not practice. And Malcolm Roach, another D-lineman uh, rotational guy, did not practice as well. So that's a really, really injured Saints locker room right now.
1: Are there people left to play? I, I didn't hear. I could play. Games that are healthy. I don't know. <laughs> oh my Lord. What a clustered f-bomb we're in right now this week I don't know if we can say that on this podcast otherwise you know I would several times over uh but it's just ugly the entire roster is either banged up hurt or comprised of guys that walked into the practice facility off the street three days ago uh with a bag of McDonald's for lunch Mm -hmm. it's just it's ugly it's really ugly
0: I thought this would be a game maybe where we can see one of our wide receivers potentially break through, maybe have a hundred yard game. Maybe we see Cal would get seven catches, a hundred yards because this Eagles defense isn't all that good. But now that you're going to be uh, worrying about their two tackles potentially being out and the D lineman just pinning their ears back and pass rushing. Uh, that makes me a little nervous. And this could still be a game where we could see maybe a guy like Kwan Baker come and play, mm-hmm. maybe a, uh, Aesop wimps winston i mean there's so many guys that haven't got the opportunity yet but it feels like at some point someone needs to break through deontay harris needs to have a hundred yard game uh Traquan smith has been playing decent in the past couple weeks maybe he has a big game but this is going to take someone having a really big game oh we have some good injury news uh tony jones has been designated to return from ir uh what that means uh, they have 21 days to put him on the roster, so I'm not sure if he'll be ready for this game. But I think this is going to be a high dose of Mark Ingram, and I don't have a problem with that, honestly. If if this offensive line does a decent job, I mean, I would love to see Mark Ingram tote the rock again because he did a really, really good job last week, honestly. But, I mean, this offense, the past few weeks in the first three quarters has been one of the worst in the league.
1: And it's surprisingly to say, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we probably wouldn't have imagined this. It's not Trevor Simeon's fault. It's mm-hmm. really not. It's been the play calling and it's been the execution on the offensive line as well. They've struggled. But this seat, if, if they can make it work this week, especially those guys in the front, Mark Ingram totes the ball. That's great. That's what he's, he's a bell cow. We know that. That's what he's there to do. And a damn good one at that. If he can toe the ball, get a lot of carries. Simeon stretches the field just a little bit with some of these backup guys or some of these light guys. Uh, Troutman, we know we don't want to throw to Troutman, so just (laughs) let him block. He does fine at that for the most part. If they can stall just long enough to keep this defense energized and, you know, not on the field 24 hours of this entire day the game is on, Mm -hmm. I like their odds. That being said, what we've seen the past few weeks, that's a long shot. Now, I I just – it's got to hurt watching what Atlanta did to us and then seeing what Atlanta got done to them mm-hmm. right after. There, there has to be some vitriol in this Saints team this week or they will lose again.
0: Well, and that's what makes that loss hurt even more. And this Titans loss hurt even on top of that. I mean, Sean Payton said he's still sorry about the Titans game. And it, this has been one of his longest like pains he's felt for a game this year uh, because of the officiating, uh, the points they should have had. And that game was honestly theirs, but the thing I'm nervous about about this game is, can you stop Jalen and this offense enough? Like, can this defense be perfect? Because that's what they're going to have to be. They're going to have to be perfect. And last time they're in Philly, they weren't. They, I don't think they were expecting that game, and it was kind of a trap game for them. Honestly, uh, it was the last game taste mill sorry for them. But just looking back on it, this offense. Cannot keep going three and out and then putting the defense right back in the field. That's really what kills them. Uh, The past few weeks, this defense is exhausted. It's very, very talented. It's the top unit, but the offense needs to do their part. Just stay in the field, get a couple drives, get, um, move the chains a couple times, flip field position, and let your defense at least rest. I mean, I don't want to see marking and run it twice, get two yards, and then on third down it's third and eight. I mean, Trevor Simeon talked about it a lot this week. Is They've been putting themselves in third downs where it's like, okay, it's really a surprise if we get it because it's third and long. Uh, we Maybe the, the few times we cross the 50, we're hurting ourselves, we're getting a penalty, and then we're just punting. And it's just like the offense has been so frustrating. But it's been like they've been in every single game these past two weeks, and the fourth quarter especially has been really good. So it's like, can you continue that? Uh, all four quarters, and I know the defense is playing off. They're being a little uh timid, but I feel like the receivers have done a pretty decent job in the fourth quarter. So I just want to see that uh take a step forward, especially against a, a weak Eagles team. A, a game you should win. I think they still will if this defense plays lights out. But if you don't win this game, it's getting really, really tough here and out. I mean, you got the Bills coming up on Thanksgiving. Then you got Dallas again, and then here comes all the division opponents again. So if you want to be a playoff team, you got to win this game.
1: It, I don't want to say that this is the most pivotal game of the season because we're not even three quarters of the way done with the season yet. I don't think um, maybe we are, maybe we're close to that at least, but I, this might be the most pivotal game yet. And mm-hmm. there's been a lot of big games this year. You come out, you play really good and embarrass Tom Brady. And then you come out, You know, obviously there's been a lot that in terms of personnel that has changed, that has been forcefully changed uh, since then and before that even. But man, this just feels like a big game, has every air of a big game. This is a team in the Philadelphia Eagles that in years past has shared a similar kind of like underdog, like that feisty attitude that Saints teams usually have. So this is a game that I always look forward to just in terms of personnel. And there's a lot of connections between these teams as well, which is a lot of fun uh, just in the past and in the current. So it'll be really interesting to see how it unfolds that injury list <laughs> as long as Santa's Christmas list. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know, man. That's what makes it so tough. Right. And if Sean can't get his playbook together so Simeon is just screwed, you know, yeah. it, it's not his fault. And I'm glad Saints Twitter One of my favorite fan bases I have ever interacted with. Of course, we know this. But also, they've done so well handling this situation with Trevor Simeon. Mm -hmm. A lot of fan bases, especially (coughs) Los Angeles, (coughs) would be blaming him for every issue that they're having right now. Mm -hmm. Thank you, New Orleans and surrounding areas and everybody scattered across the country for not being stupid. I love you. You're the best.
0: Well, I was looking at the other day, and I was like looking at because Sean Payton was on Dan Patrick's show, and he was like, he thought they were fairly close to land Odell. And so I was looking at how the quarterbacks around the league that had interest in Odell have been playing. And I know Trevor has been sat patting a tiny bit at the end of the games because they've had to come back from large deficits. So he's been had had to be really good in the fourth quarter. But to be honest, out of Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, um, m- maybe minus Patrick Mahomes because he had a good week last week he's been the best quarterback out of that group. I mean, five touchdowns, zero picks, and he's really done everything for this team. And In some ways, I'm not saying he's better than Jameis Wilson. I'm not saying that. But in some ways, he's played better, and he's had uh, maybe even less of an opportunity because they've been so conservative, and they've had so many injuries since he's been here. But I think he's done everything you want him to do and more. Um, but, I mean, this is going to be one of these games where – He's really going to have to test his limits. He said in his interview also that he's trying to have been super conservative with the football. I mean, you don't want to come in as a backup and be throwing picks and turning the ball over. And he hasn't been. He's doing a great job of that. But maybe a little too conservative. Uh, there was a few times in that game where he took a sack or maybe he shouldn't have. Or, um, But, I mean, I, honestly, I can't, I can't say too many bad things about the guy. It's the receiving core so bad. I said I was gonna say he's missed on a couple throws but if Michael Thomas is out there on doing that route it's a catch I mean I'm looking at the Kevin White two times he was targeted I mean those are catches for Michael Thomas so he's really out there playing with a bunch of nobodies and the Saints tried out a couple receivers this week and I couldn't know I haven't heard of a single one before this so uh, just a frustrating week and year for Saints fans to be honest but I mean, this will all go away with a win. You, be, you, you become 6-4, and four, uh, still second in the NFC South with the win. And I know there's going to be games left in the schedule where the Saints win when we maybe don't think they will. Uh, this could be one of, these, one of these games where they lose and we think they should have won. But that's been the story of the Saints' season. And I, these Philly games, I mean, they're crazy. So anything could happen, but Jalen Hurts is playing the best football I've ever seen him play in the NFL so far.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Uh, These teams come into the game on two separate trajectories, um, and it's pretty visible uh, how much the national media also sees this game going. Uh, Most of the projections that we've looked at over the past couple days have Philly winning, you know, by a touchdown. Uh, It's usually fairly close, but it speaks to where the Saints team is versus where they were a few weeks ago. Um, You could say they were being slept on at the beginning of the season. Then you could say they kind of woke people up in the middle, And now against Philadelphia, we'll see if they're just going to slide, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll see if we're going to have a high draft pick by the end of the year. (laughs) I'm an optimist. (laughs) What can I say?
0: Talk about high draft pick. Uh, Lattimore was one kid I wanted to mention before uh, we head out. Because last week, I I was kind of hard on him. Because he played a little rough. Marcus Johnson, a kid who I've never heard of, had a Mm -hmm. five receptions for 100 yards. This week, he is facing Devontae Smith who leads the team in the receiving yards. got 603 yards, four touchdowns. He's an absolute burner, a Heisman Trophy winner from not only, but from New Orleans, Louisiana. You don't think that he's going to be hyped up by this game. I mean, if he's not, I mean, he, coming out of college, his main thing was his, Marshawn, that is, his main thing was his speed, and that'll be uh, showcased. I mean, that's going to be a really good matchup. I'm looking forward to that. And it's been, it's going to be kind of a, a different matchup for Lattimore I mean he hasn't really gone up against a I wouldn't say a high level speed guy who can run who can kind of beat you over top I mean I'm trying to think of one this year at least who's that good and that fast I can't think of one but it's really he's going to be tested and i it's going to be interesting to see if they will have him shadow him because if I see Devonte Smith and Paulson Debo, i might get a little nervous and if yeah if, Jen, if I'm John hurts i'm gonna be like yep that's where i'm gonna go with the football because adibo has been great but Mm -hmm. the hips haven't been too fast and i don't expect him him, it's just not his game
1: no no that's definitely not a matchup that you love you like him with the even with the stronger guys you know the bigger Mm -hmm. guys i think paulson does such a good job with them and yeah you said it he's been great so kudos to him i mean i feel more comfortable with him matched up now than i would have if you had told me that would be the match at the beginning of the year that's for sure Uh, So no slander to him on this podcast, that's for sure. But Marshawn is a tough cookie because Marshawn brings the best Marshawn when Marshawn is playing the best players, uh, Mm -hmm. i.e. Mike Evans, every time. Every time. That man is his son. We know it. It's just Mm -hmm. how it happens. Uh, And we've seen him pick on guys like DK Metcalf. You know, DK Mm -hmm. would have had essentially no impact on the game if they hadn't had that one... Very questionable, uh long touchdown, but well, we won't get back into the, in the history of that. But um, I, I think this week is Marshawn is one person that this game really hinges upon and he thrives in that situation. And I think this is a good week for Marshawn. I'm a knock on wood. There you go. You know, it won't be me jinxing it, but I feel pretty confident with Marshawn uh, lining up against him this week.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like this, the Saints will find a way to win this game. I mean, Sean Payton, Uh, there's no way he's losing three games in a row. He's going to figure out a way to win this game. Dennis Allen knows what they did wrong last game against them, at least. And there's no way they're rushing for for 200 yards on them again. Uh, This Friday's injury report, whether you're listening to this podcast on Thursday or Friday, it's going to be a big tell on how this game plays out and what the game plan is going to be. But as of right now, I'm not looking great, but that's all right because – I mean, the Saints, we're the Saints. We've gone through adversity all year. This podcast has gone through adversity. I mean, true. that's what we're going to do. But uh, we'll catch you guys after the game. Hopefully, it's a positive podcast, and uh, we can say Trevor Simeon had a career day, and Mark Ingram is running into the – you got something?
1: Yeah, I have one positive. I want to end it on a positive note. I know it's not positive for all Saints fans, but – cam newton man you gotta almost be happy (laughs) that is when we back dude but i am happy for that man and i feel like it merits a mention
0: i am looking forward to that preview when we get to hopefully play cam newton i'd love to see cam newton back in the dome just
1: put him in as my starting fantasy quarterback oh
0: bold wow yeah
1: play a washington without chase young so i feel a little better but I, I will true. say I do have Aaron Rodgers and Mac Jones on my roster. So
0: Ooh, Mac Jones against the Falcons tonight?
1: Yep. We'll see how it, how it ends up. You can ring me for it later.
0: <laughs> well, we got receipts, and they're playing in a couple <laughs> minutes, so you might be uh, getting roasted a little bit. But, uh, yep, we'll catch you guys after the game on Sunday. And, uh, again, you can follow us on Twitter. We'll keep you guys posted about the game. I appreciate all your support and love. Who that? Let's go!